one's talking about this. No one cares. Which is people care. Really? Yes. Well, in they the guide totally to the unknown do. Group, the, the nerd alien community cares, I assure you. Hello, welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week we are talking about the UFO report that was declassified by the Pentagon last week. Yeah, exactly one week ago, June 25th, 2021, the Pentagon released a nine-page declassified document explaining their recent studies into UFOs. Mm-hmm. Right? It's really eight pages because one of those pages is the appendix. Okay. So it's light. It's lighter than some people thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, I but, read it with supper. Yeah. You could have it with dinner. Um, but yeah, they basically acknowledged the UFO reports that a lot of people in the military have been sharing publicly. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think that a lot of people were waiting for this report to drop and thinking maybe this is going to either confirm or deny things in a very deliberate, specific way mm-hmm. about whether or not aliens exist or have made contact or what are these claims that people are making about seeing something out in the yeah. sky. And ultimately, the report turned out to be a little more ambiguous. Yes. And led to people having really just one of three reactions. A lot of people I saw instantly went, huh, it's nothing. I knew it would be nothing. Mm -hmm. Then some people went, it's not nothing, you loser. Don't you know how to read between the lines? Aliens are real. Or people going like, yeah, what'd you think? They were going to say that aliens exist? Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) the, the discourse around it has been the opposite of entertaining. Yeah. Or delicious. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted it to be mm, scrumptious. Right. Not so tasty. No. It's complicated. It's a little more complicated than... Uh, you would anticipate, which to me makes a certain amount of sense. Yeah, I'm not surprised by it whatsoever. I would have been surprised if they were like, okay, yes, here's the deal. We have found some evidence of like conscious extraterrestrial life that is manning crafts that we can't explain. Yeah, I would find that beyond shocking. This is exactly what I thought would happen. Yes, Um, and not only that... Uh, So I watched some videos and stuff of people talking about this and uh, my research for the week. I really just tried to look up some of our old, uh, our old friends, our old guide to the unknown friends like Dan Aykroyd. Okay. Oh, good idea. Or the To the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences. And see what they had to say about it. Run by Tom DeLonge to see if they have any updates or anything. Right. And then I just looked into some UFO adjacent things. Uh Uh-huh. Such as the fact that as this show drops on July 2nd, 2021... It's July evi- 1st. Oh, th- you're right. I'm sorry. We're recording July 1st. Yes. As it drops on Friday, it is evidently World UFO Day. Yeah. I found that out because I'm a social media manager and there are these like calendars that I have access to that tell you like, you know, it's National Donut Day or whatever. Right. And it turns out that today, as you listen, if you are live, is UFO Day. Yeah. So uh, happy World UFO Day, everybody. I hope yes. you're... Uh, you know, doing something momentous to celebrate. Oh, absolutely. I do want to uh, uh, explain to you what this is, because I looked into it a little bit, Kristen. Oh, perfect. World UFO Day, and this is from Wikipedia, is an awareness day for people to gather together and watch the skies. Oh, that's for nice. For unidentified flying objects. The day is celebrated by some on June 24th instead, um, and others on July 2nd. June 24th is the date that aviator Kenneth Arnold reported what is generally considered to be the first widely reported UFO in the United States, while July 2nd commemorates the supposed UFO crash in the 1947 Roswell incident. Uh Mm Aha, okay. Um, There is a website for World UFO Day. It is worldufoday.com. They have a PDF explaining how to celebrate. The PDF is from 2012. Very good. The website has not been updated in a while. Okay. And on their PDF, they uh, explain what World UFO Day's Day is and how you're going to celebrate and stuff. And there was a big section that caught my eye that just said activities. Barbecue. Barbecue. All right. But that, if you pay slightly more attention, is under a, a subheader called Possibilities. So possible barbecue. What are the other events that are possibilities? I I will explain them, but I just want to clarify that this says 
there will most likely not be a barbecue. Mm-hmm. But it's possible. Could be. It's also possible there won't be a barbecue. Right. Which is amusing to me. So the other possible ways to celebrate are a conference with guest speakers. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. A great Absolutely. possibility. A UFO or alien movie, book presentation, workshop, creative activities. Okay. Which you would think would be its own section. Beamer. They probably didn't have time to come up with creative activities. So they're just like, choose your own adventure. Do something creative. Come up with something cool. Let us know. Yeah. Beamer presentation slash UFO material. I have no idea what a beamer is. And then the last bullet point is your own ideas. They were having fun. Look, they thought that the world was ending. It was 2012. Jury was still out. Maybe it did for some. That's why it hasn't been updated. That's true. But they also have an interactive map to show all the celebrations happening around the globe. Oh. There aren't that many. Okay. The nearest one for us is like five hours away. Okay. And it just says like insert information here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's like nothing. Just waiting for us to fill that void with a celebration. Precisely. Which is this podcast. You guys are all at it. You're all I at hope you're enjoying the celebration. Guide to the Unknown's official World UFO Day celebration. That's right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Will, I realize we have been saying like, oh, people have been saying this about the report, saying that about the report, but we haven't said what the report has. True. Yes. In it. So why don't we go to that? And Will and I, before the show, decided that we're just going to have, we're not going to do our traditional, like, I do one, t- you know, part of the topic and then throw it to Will. Will and I are just going to talk about this. Yeah. This week. Because everything we have kind of intersects with each other. Um, so the report basically acknowledges that there are UFOs, except that they call them UAPs, right. Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. That seems to be the new name. Yeah. Um, I think it's trying to kind of take some of the it's trying to legitimize them a little bit, make them a little bit less silly sounding because now UFOs have been co-opted as like a goofy thing. And they're trying to kind of delineate and say we're taking this seriously. And it's interesting, too, because in a UFO, an unidentified flying object Mm -hmm. means that the thing you are tracking is an object. Right. Whereas UAP, an unexplained aerial phenomenon, mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have to be a physical thing. An right. aerial phenomenon could be a weather event. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's so true. It broadens the scope to me while also, yes, of course, dodging using UFO, which everybody it's... just thinks is silly now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I wonder, I hadn't really thought about it that way, but I wonder if that could be like leaving space for, you know, holograms. Or things that we don't even really totally know about yet. Like really? it's not a solid. No, I don't know. Yeah. But it's not a solid object. Because I know that some UFOs. I'm still just going to keep calling them UFOs. It's more fun. Everybody is. I know. Everybody is. Some people are saying UAP. But, you know, whatever. Um, so some UFOs have been written off in the past as being some sort of optical illusion. So I don't know. What if. They were not solid, but it still was some sort of unidentified thing. Yeah. I'm just saying this as I think of it right now. I have no No, idea. No, I agree with you. I I think that it's supposed to leave the door open for like a a vapor that's detected or Mm -hmm. it could be it could be really literally anything. Right. Um, But yeah, I agree with you. I think the 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 big a number one goal is don't say UFO Mm -hmm. because it makes us sound foolish. Totally, which I would think is a little bit sillier if not for the fact that the report is also talking about the um, the fact of the matter that a lot of people don't report them or reported them so late because they knew that they would be ridiculed and made fun of. Right. So rather than making this a silly thing, let's make it a little bit more official. We'll call it UAPs. Maybe that makes some people in the military or beyond feel a little bit less goofy about Maybe. saying like, hey, I saw one of these. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's entirely Because they possible. acknowledge that. They're like, it's a societal, cultural thing now to um, see this stuff. It has kind of a, they didn't say stigma, but that's basically what they were saying that prevents people from co- coming forward. Right. So we have to take that into account when we hopefully formalize systems for reporting so that was another thing that i thought was interesting in it that the secretary the secretary of defense said that they want to have some sort of standardized reporting protocol so that it's not just the onus is on you to just out of the blue go to your superior or however this works and be like hey guess what i saw an alien spacecraft they want to have something that's anonymous that's the same reporting system for everybody everybody's giving the same sort of information because they're all answering the same questions yeah and honestly 
it's kind of interesting that they're only doing that now. Yes. Because in the report, one of the big things that they say is that up until now, there has not been any way to report these things if you work for the government. Mm-hmm. It was exclusively done through hearsay. Yeah, just telling somebody um, like with your mouth. I saw something, mm-hmm. which then obviously leaves the door open for people to be like, uh, you were, you know, sleeping, hallucinating. You didn't really see it. It was something else. Blah 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 blah. Which obviously, I I think is most likely the case for all of this stuff. But still, you would expect the government to have like, you know, so much red tape or bureaucratic nonsense around. Like, what'd you see, soldier? Mm-hmm. All right, fill out form eighty nine B. Right. You know, and there wasn't. There was nothing. Um, and I think that as a matter of fact. Yeah, they're only starting as of, like, last year mm-hmm. having a, a way to report these things formally. Right. It's cuckoo. And I think something that's interesting is that if there's a formal way to report them, that means there's also going to be a formal way to deal with them. So right. on the other side of reporting, there's probably going to be a standardized way that you um, research these supposed sightings and see what's going on. So hopefully it'll be a little bit more thorough than, like, oh, you're probably tired. Yeah. You're you know, t- yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think you're right. So they call it the UAPTF, mm-hmm. the Unexplained Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. Yeah. So this thing exists. It's been funded. In the report, they say they need more funding to mm-hmm. be able to adequately determine anything. Right. But like, I don't know. I guess it's kind of interesting that they're going after it at all. Yeah. I mean, the flip side of being like, oh, there's nothing in this report is that they're acknowledging that this is a thing at all which they haven't done formally in the past like this all started because that famous tic-tac video where it's you know it's a ufo that's kind of shaped like a tic-tac that somebody who is in i believe the navy sees in their scope that was leaked unofficially in 2017 so that's really the start of and the only reason that then I think like two years later, or maybe even three years later, the Navy finally acknowledged that that video is real and true. That right. like that is an official Navy video. They didn't say it's an official Navy video and that's a UFO and it's an alien or whatever. But they're like, that is from us. That wasn't all made up. And it's a thing. Yeah. And so that wouldn't. Ha- so just they're acknowledging things is kind of cuckoo like that. If that video hadn't come out, this report probably wouldn't have come out like those leaks sort of nudge them into acknowledgement, which has never happened before. And, but then after that, they themselves specifically released some videos. They released like three videos. I know, but I'm saying I don't think that back. we would just randomly have done that if that leak didn't happen. I agree. Happen I just first. think it's weird almost that they're doing it at all. You know, like I'm used to the pop culture explanation of like, you know, the movie The Faculty, mm-hmm. Elijah Wood and um, Lawrence Dunna. It's Lawrence Dunna, Josh Hartnett. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in that movie, there's a scene where they're all. <laughs> Lawrence Dunna. How did Dunna. you know that I was saying Josh Hartnett? I don't know. When I said Lawrence Dunna. Family connection. Well, also, he's in the faculty. I didn't have to like narrow it down to like all the actors. I guess that's true. Mimi Rogers. <laughs> Isn't she in that? I think she is. John Stewart. John Stewart, of course. But uh, Clay Duvall. <laughs> I think uh, there's a scene where Elijah Wood is giving a very Scream-esque, very Randy from Scream explanation of UFOs and being like, don't you think that the that uh, the government allowed people to make movie like movies like E.T. and come up with all the tinfoil hat, like making fun of UFO people stuff so that we'd all agree, yeah, this is silly. Yeah. When really there's actual secret nefarious stuff that they're up to. Mm-hmm. Basically, the government will deny, deny, deny and allow people to quote unquote leak stuff knowing that no one will ever believe it. I think that it was a little bit different when Luis Elizondo came out who worked for the Pentagon right? and said all this stuff. Now we're getting people that had worked yeah. for the government like talking on CNN. Right. So I think otherwise they probably would have just blown it off. But yeah. like it's. I mean, it's it's a fact that he worked for the Pentagon yeah. on this stuff. You could look it up. So they couldn't deny that or brush it under the rug. So I'm sure it was kind of like damage control. How do we not look like we're hiding things? Like, even though it took years, like, will it? Okay, we'll acknowledge that that video is an official video. That really is footage mm-hmm. from that pilot's camera yeah. or whatever. And then I think it kind of snowballed into this because that made people ask questions. And... 
eventually they gave some answers but here's the thing like i so i posted admittedly not very long ago mm-hmm. but like i posted in the group in the guide to the unknown group i said we're going live in an hour to talk about the recent ufo news or lack thereof mm-hmm. legit question has any of the news about the u.s government's alien report reached you what do you think about it mm-hmm. and so i put out a poll the ufo footage is aliens the ufo footage is not aliens or what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Because outside of Guide to the Unknown, I haven't seen anyone talk about this stuff. I follow all this crap, so I see it. I, yeah, I, I guess my, but, but like out in the field, talking to people, right? It doesn't come up. Yeah, like even at work, like at Hunter Killer, uh huh. No one's talking about this. No one cares. Which is people care really? Yes. Well, in they the totally to the do. Group, the the nerd alien community cares. I assure you. Do you think that Ryan Sprague from Somewhere in the Skies didn't have a three-hour live stream about this with a bunch of people in it? Of course he did. But that's like it, it's it's. We're in our weird Guide to the Unknown bubble. But, but it's a fairly large bubble. It's certainly a bubble. Right. But like, it's a lot of people who are freaking out about this. Here's So we've only got, on, admittedly, there are only a handful of mm-hmm. entries on my poll. But uh, it's basically a tie between the UFO, the UFO footage is aliens and what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. It's 50-50. And then yeah. one person, JD, said the UFO footage is not aliens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> JD, I'm with you. But... um. say, yeah, aliens, and 50% say, huh? Yeah. This isn't, I guess it's it's out there, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, somebody It wasn't a very, it wasn't a very on-the-surface exciting report. No, sir. No, it definitely wasn't. And it was released on a weekend, which is like a dead zone for news releases. Yeah. So it probably was, I think probably deliberately released at a, a time at where a people aren't time. yeah because i don't think that they're loving releasing this sort of stuff i know nothing about it i don't have any contacts but the government has been so reluctant to acknowledge this publicly for so long that i don't think they're really chomping at the bit right. to be talking about ufos they're calling them uips like all this stuff so i don't think it was a first of all it isn't very exciting the report there's no bombast to it so it's not going to make like tons of exciting news the same way that something else that confirmed extraterrestrials would but also like they didn't release it on you know whatever the best news day is for that you know what i mean yeah for sure and they had to do it within 180 days of whatever that document was that made them have to release this stuff that remember it's like this was like tacked on to some sort of like covid law yeah thing from a few months ago mm-hmm. and they waited like pretty much till the end of the 180 days like they're not like dying to do this well there are, there's a whole other report so we got a nine yeah, right. page um declassified report there's something like a 40 plus page classified 70. report 70 mm-hmm. and i saw just ambiguous quotes from like senators that are like i've seen the 70 page classified report and I'm unenthused. Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost like, yeah, you legit have to read the longer version to come away also feeling a little ambivalent. Yeah, totally. Um, and there and like there are people who are obviously like really diehard researchers and enthusiasts of this sort of stuff. And ru- I, like I feel bad for something because rumors get passed around that like this isn't it. This is just the beginning. And maybe it is. But for example, last week people were like, oh, we're hearing that Tuesday there's going to be something else that comes out about this. And like the community is going to be very excited and nothing happened on Tuesday. No. Yeah, well, every, every community has something like that. Like yeah, I'm, totally. I'm a huge dork. And so I've been waiting for like Zelda news and right. they'll be like, I can't let anything slip, but let's just say um, uh, yeah. link is going to be feeling pretty good on Thursday around 2 PM. Yes. And like why? And nothing happened. It, it's what happened nothing. to link. It's literally nothing. Same with twin peaks. Remember there was that, um, yeah. that Twitter account that was like hollywoodarchives.com that was like big things happening or whatever. And they really stood by it. They're like, I'm telling you it's a high up source. There's going to be an announcement soon. And like, I think maybe gave a date or something and nothing happened. The announcement is there's no announcement. There's no announcement. Now, here's the number of the day. Um, That's what he does on Instagram. I mean, on YouTube. Here's a, here's a quote from the report. Mm-hmm. Um, in 18 incidents, 
described in 21 reports, so multiple people reported the same incident, basically, observers reported unusual UAP movement patterns or flight characteristics. Some UAP appeared to remain stationary in winds aloft, move against the wind, Mm -hmm. maneuver abruptly, or move at considerable speed without discernible means of propulsion. Right. Um, In a small number of cases, military aircraft systems processed radio frequency energy associated with UAP sightings. This is the one sentence that a lot of people are really pointing to to say there's something substantial in the report. Right. Because the report is effectively communicating people have said that these things are able to move in a way that defies our understanding of physics Mm -hmm. or our understanding of the way that vehicles interact with the environment. Like these things can suddenly pivot or there's no visible propulsion. Yeah. So no visible engine that's driving them. Yeah. Um, And so, but, but the big thing that I, I think people are ignoring is that it says in 18 incidents described in 21 reports, observers reported dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. They're not saying UAPs are, are able, able to, to. Yeah. do X. They're saying people said UAPs are able to do X, which is very different. It totally is. I wonder, though, if that Tic Tac video falls under that sort of category. Because remember, it was moving like insanely fast and yeah. in weird ways that they don't know how to explain. Yeah, the idea was that it and was And that's on video. Too fast to track. Right. Yeah, actually for more on the Tic Tac, why don't we go to celebrity correspondent Dan Aykroyd. Please. Um, so Dan Aykroyd was giving a uh, an interview to the Toronto Sun um, because he, I guess he does, uh, he hosts a show called Hotel Paranormal? Yes. Okay. Uh, he does the the narration or mm-hmm. or something. So they asked him a question at a certain point. They say, UFOs and ghost sightings seem to be increasingly in the news. Why do you think people are so receptive to the supernatural nowadays? Now, this is not admittedly a direct follow-up to the report being released or anything, but they're asking about UFOs recently. Yeah. So here's his recent answer. I think it's always been there. If you look at Shakespeare and other writings... Dane Aykroyd and... David Lynch's voice. They have is the okay. same voice. <laughs> David Lynch's is a little higher, but still. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it's always been there. If you look to Shakespeare and other writings throughout history, there are references to spirits and ghosts. There are ancient paintings of objects in the sky. But I think everyone is interested in power outside the human scope. Certainly, ghost exer- uh, certainly ghosts exert power outside of our human understanding that we can't comprehend. And that's fascinating to people. As far as these objects that people have photographed... Uh, that have been photographed by the United States military, there are many more now and different ones coming. What is astounding to the aerospace industry is the performance of these vehicles, the transmedium travel where they go from air to water effortlessly. There are many shapes. If you want to Google up the Stingray UFO, it looks like a two-seater to me. (laughs) (laughs) He thinks that the quote-unquote Stingray UFO looks like a two-seater. Nice. Depends on how big you think aliens are. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. There could be a thousand P2s on the thing. Yeah, right. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But there are triangles, boomerangs. There's the Tic Tac, which is exactly what you were just referring to, which is, I think, from the 2004. It was it's a leak from 2004. 2017. The footage is 2004. I think oh, it was okay. leaked in 2017. And there's the flying sphere encased in a cube that they photographed in the Atlantic. It's a tumbling square with this sphere inside it. So what's going on? <laughs> i haven't seen that have you seen i personally this tumbling... would like to know <laughs> you don't say <laughs> and to con- and here's where the- it gets really interesting and to convince these beings that fly these ships to share the wealth think about that tic tac and its performance capabilities that could power an african country give it clean water and power for a century what we don't know anything about we it we have no idea so i say Come down, share the wealth, help Earth. You're visiting here like tourists. Well, get involved. Come and give us answers to famine, water purification, to clean water and peace and violence. Get down here. We need your input. I find that sweet. It's sweet and it's yeah, in- like innocent to a fault. It's very innocent. Yeah, I mean, we don't know anything about we it. We don't know anything about them. Like, you could I literally guess... be like somebody driving past you on the highway and being like, Stop. I bet you're helpful. You're a doctor. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> I know you know everything. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Pull over here and fix my car. I, I mean, know you know how. I think some people think that um, UFOs might be powered by some sort of nuclear energy that right. we don't understand. And so I guess the assumption is that that nuclear energy could go like real far. Well, I think the, also the idea that if you develop interstellar travel, yeah, you must... the implication is that your society has advanced far I, beyond ours. I understand that implication. I'm not against that implication right. if we're going that way. But for all we know, that's nothing to them. Right. Isn't there a whole other chance? Like maybe they suck at like things that are very easy for us right. and we suck at things yeah. that are like no big for them. Yeah. Also, so like maybe that kind of travel mm-hmm. is like nothing for them it's like riding a bike with training wheels yes but for us that's like unfathomable and maybe somehow us driving a car is like whoa excuse me to them sure well also like somebody invented the car and now we drive them yeah i don't know how any of that stuff works so if i drive my car to a place and they go oh man you got a car teach us how to make a car Mm -hmm. i can't what if there's another advanced civilization that like has passed down their technology in such a way that right. they don't know how it's how how to actually do anything? Yes. Or what if Planet One is super advanced? They shared their technology with Planet Two, and now the beings from Planet Two don't know how to do anything. They're the ones coming over Who are here visiting. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I got this from the dealership. I yeah. didn't make it. I don't know. Maybe I can't, they. Killed, I can't share it. Maybe they killed the people from Planet One. They could have. And they're just like, well, we got all te- their technology now. Right. How do you solve famine? I don't know. I know how to create it. Also, maybe I don't <laughs> care. Maybe yeah. I'm a bad guy. I don't know. I might be a bad guy. We just don't know anything at all. Um, the interviewer, the interviewer to our point says, I kind of feel the opposite. <laughs> I'm okay. not really sure I want them sticking around if they're here. So he says, here's what Bruce Maccabee, a okay. photo analyst who was a commander in the United States Navy, has written. Uh, uh, the way governments are going to have to deal with the phenomenon is to ask three questions. Number one, do the operators of these crafts like us? Or number two, are these operators indifferent to us? Or number three, are they malevolent? So he sort of acknowledges that there are a few possibilities here. Right, right. Um, We just don't know. There have been occasions where weapons have been used, mostly heat rays. Okay. Wait, Dan Aykroyd says that? He does. Some aircraft have been disabled throughout history, starting with Thomas Mantell in 1948. He witnessed this thing. There have been many pilots who have had interference and heat and radiation, but no outright attacks. Certainly, there have been abductions of humankind. Um, But I don't think they're doing more than than just abducting people. But who knows? Maybe the coronavirus is part of their plan. Oh, boy. Certainly, viruses are peppered down to our planet from space. Maybe they planted it. Certainly, the coronavirus is the closest thing. The Toronto Sun. Okay. They primarily, I think, wanted to talk to him about Crystal Head Vodka. (laughs) Certainly, the coronavirus. Remember when I pulled a bunch of quotes uh, (laughs) for that? By the way, we have an entire episode that's only about Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I looked it up. I think it's 82. Okay. Yeah. So it's like called Dan Aykroyd Believes in aliens i think guide to the unknown 82 dan Aykroyd believes in aliens and ghosts yes okay so it's all this stuff and um i pulled a quote about something ghosty from an interview he was doing about his book about clamato yeah it's just it becomes, <laughs> or no it's the caesar which is made with clamato it becomes part of everything yes um, it's a drink it's like the bloody mary of canada so he goes on to go Certainly the coronavirus is the closest thing to an alien invasion that we've had. Dealing with it is going to occupy us for many years. I don't think this will be over in two years. And then the reporter basically goes like, so when does, when does Hotel Ghost premiere? <laughs> they just like pivot back to whatever show, Hotel Paranormal. That's awesome. It's, it's, it's wild to just like ask him a question and then all of a sudden he's telling you that the coronavirus is an alien virus. Right. And you're like. Does he feel think that or was he just spitballing in the moment i will once again cite the time that i think he was guesting on the larry king live show Uh uh-huh and he was like well ufos have been here and i'm not kidding i do believe that they're they're uh breaking the law yeah (laughs) and then he goes like he's like if they were watching what we did on 9-11 then goodbye human race and it's like he cites real world tragedy yeah I never like that. In alien politics. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's like when people talk about the Mothman in connection with 9 11. Right. Or even like, that the Silver Bridge collapse, which is like the big Mothman thing right. from the 50s. Like, Can't we just not sort of co opt human misery yeah. into our fun paranormal stories? Uh huh. They are does not like chocolate and peanut butter. COVID, which has like killed like more than a half a million people, mm-hmm. have to be part of the alien, you know adventure for dan Aykroyd, yeah or, or, or 9-11 like what are we doing it's just well i you know what i think that's genuinely just how it's genuinely what he, he believes. thinks yeah you know like he thinks about these things in terms of obviously lofty things like big events and stuff like that because he's talking about the aliens potentially coming down and helping cure famine right so he obviously is like large scale thinking about the idea of this stuff rather than us just being like Huh, I don't know. It's interesting. It's weird that that thing moved that way. He, like, makes implications and leaps beyond that. He sure that. does. I bet if you, like, serve him at a restaurant and you're mm-hmm. like, do you know what you'd like to to drink? He'll start talking about Crystal Head vodka for a while. Yeah. And then it'll be about the actual Crystal Heads themselves and the UFO theories around them. into. I don't know as much about the Crystal Heads as I want to. Let's do another Dan Aykroyd episode. Okay. Let's talk about the Crystal Skulls. Okay. And let's talk about Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So, Will, before we move on and talk about even more alien stuff, I feel we have to talk about, because we do, yeah. our sponsor, <laughs> and because we want to, Yes. Uh, Tracy Michelle Bullock of SimplicityDoYourDream.com. So being an entrepreneur is very cool. A lot of people have taken that on. It is very cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm not one, but you know, I'm gonna, well, I guess we kind of are. Yeah, we are. We are. We are. Yeah, we are. Come on, we're not full time ones. Well, um, well, it is very cool though, and a lot of people have kind of taken that on, especially during the quarantine. They've either made that their full time gig or taken on side gigs. But the thing is, it's also very, very hard because there are lots of like nooks and crannies where things that you wouldn't expect to have to know tend to pop up. But thankfully, just be just the way that you would hire a plumber to fix a hard toilet issue that you don't understand. This is beyond your understanding. It's not within your Won't scope. Won't the UFOs come help us fix our toilet issues that we don't understand? <laughs> they don't... Ha- oh, wait, no. That doesn't work. I was going to say they don't have to because Tracy Michelle Bullock can. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she can. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe she can. But what she can definitely do is help you with a career plan because Tracy Michelle Bullock is an awesome career coach. Yes, and we've even got a quote from Hannah Baldovino, an executive project manager and client management specialist, who says... Tracy has helped me brainstorm messaging, mission statements, ideas, and strategies, including opening up my confidence in my own writing and collaborative skills, which have been game changers. Yeah, sometimes just talking to somebody and getting a different perspective can give you so much confidence, because especially if you work on your own in any capacity, you can get so in your head Mm -hmm. and compare yourself to other people and think you must just suck and bouncing your work and your ideas off of somebody else especially somebody who's qualified and can give you like kind of tried and true advice can really elevate the way you act at work it's it, don't understate the importance of being able to take something that you're nervous about and saying it out loud mm-hmm. or saying something you're nervous about out loud to somebody who can actually offer you constructive criticism yeah. and help direct you into you know, a more formalized, you know, manner of thinking so that you can take your business and actually turn it into a success. Totally. It's really a game changer. So among other things, Tracy offers free 30 minute coaching sessions, which I still think is so cool and so nuts. Yeah. And also you can book those through Instagram with her. So it it really could not be easier. You can also obviously do it on her website, simplicitydoyourdream.com. But it's just so simple to get in touch with her. And it's a super generous offer. Yeah. So go check out Simplicity Do Your Dream and make your appointment for career coaching from somebody who really gets it. Go follow at Tracy Michelle Bullock or go to simplicitydoyourdream.com. And just for Guide to the Unknown listeners, Tracy is offering 20% off your first month of coaching if you name drop GTTU pod when you get in touch with her. Yeah, it's so awesome. So that's Tracy Michelle Bullock. Michelle has one L on it, one L in it on Instagram. 
at www.simplicitydoyourdream.com and let Tracy know that GTTU Pod sent you for an extra 20% off. Bam. Go do it. Boom. Um, real quick, as we pivot back in, yes. can I give you sort of a mini because I started looking something up. Please. That I think might just be interesting and is certainly right on theme with UFOs, UAPs, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was hanging out with some friends over the weekend and we were talking about the UFO report. And I used a phrase that I've seen other people online use, and it got me thinking. I said, it's not just some tinfoil hat theory. The government's talking about it and releasing reports on it. But I've never really considered the tinfoil hat thing. Mm -hmm. So I looked into it. Tinfoil hats. Oh, like literally the idea of tinfoil hats blocking aliens from being able to read your mind. What is that? Where does it come from? Do you think you know? Do you have any idea? No. Okay. Well, very famously, of course, uh, a wise poet once said, wear a hat that's foil lined in case an alien is inclined (laughs) to probe your butt or read your mind. That's from Weird Al's parody of Lord's song Royals, which was titled Foil. I got some points for being able to quote that song at my new job when i went into the office because my boss's son is very into weird al and then i showed her the picture of actually was on this set our gods the unknown set of you and me in our halloween costumes and i was weird al oh my god i like to think it got me points maybe maybe i'm not so sure maybe not yeah you might be out of a job i also was quoting handy (laughs) oh wow first things first i'm a craftsman Rewiring is my only passion. Kristen and I used to do a show that was about books, reviewing books. And mm-hmm. uh, we spent a whole episode reviewing the Weird Al album, Mandatory Fun. Oh, my God. I should have told her. You know, I shouldn't have. There's a whole episode enough. about it. Yeah, yes. exactly. Enough is enough. Yes. So here's the origin of the tinfoil hat thing. Because basically it boils down to you wrap aluminum foil around your head. It protects you from mind readers mm-hmm. or, you know, alien ray guns, whatever. But here's, here's where it comes from. There's a 1927 short story called The Tissue Culture King. The Tissue Culture King by Julian Huxley, brother of Aldous Huxley, who oh. wrote Brave New World. And it features people who use metal hats to avoid being mind-controlled by an evil scientist. So I started reading into the, reading into the story to see where it was first said. Here's a quote from the story. We had discovered that metal was relatively impervious to the telepathic effect and had prepared for ourselves a sort of tin pulpit behind which we could stand while conducting experiments. This, combined with caps of metal foil, enormously reduced the effects on ourselves. With our metal coverings, we were immune. Okay. 1927. And from there, the concept, the pop concept, of wearing metal on your head Mm -hmm. to protect your brain from telepathic psychic attack was just out there in the zeitgeist. Yeah, off and running. Um, Here are some odd uh, uh, studies and stuff. In 1962, Alan H. Fry discovered that the microwave auditory effect, which is the reception of the induced sounds by radio frequency, electromagnetic signals, heard as like like clicks and buzzes, I guess electromagnetic sound, can be blocked by a patch of wire mesh Placed above the temporal lobe. Huh. So there is some science to, uh, you know, an approximate of that. And uh, in 2005, a tongue-in-cheek experimental study by a group of MIT students found that tinfoil hats do shield their wearers from radio waves over most of the tested spectrum. I mean, I guess it's kind of that metal conducts electricity. But therefore, so it blo- could blocks it? block. I mean, I'm thinking of a Faraday cage, right? Which is this thing that Tesla invented, where he like stood in this person-shaped cage made of wire, metal wire, yeah, and he could shoot crazy electricity at himself that looked like a bolt of lightning, and it would just like fizzle all around the cage. It would only touch the cage, but not go through to him. Mm. So maybe it's kind maybe. of a similar concept. I don't know. Uh, There was a case in 2020 of an Uzbekistani citizen trying to cross the Belarusian and Lithuanian border illegally using aluminum foil padding uh, in their clothes and a tinfoil hat to avoid detection by thermographic cameras. It was reported that 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 can have worked. 
Well, it didn't work. I know. I figure, <laughs> but I'm just. I'm saying, why would you think that would work? I don't know. If anything, the metal would get hot. Uh, that's what I would think too. Yeah. Uh, he was. He was caught. Evidently, the border guards face similar violations quite regularly. Tin, <laughs> tinfoil hats. Hats also uh, feature prominently in the movie Signs. Yes, they do. By M. Night Shyamalan. And a couple years back in the 2019 Watchmen series, there's a character named Looking Glass mm-hmm. who wears a sort of like reflective. You know, tinfoily looking fabric, and he's yeah. even lined like all his clothes with it yes. to ward off psychic attacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's yeah. just one of those things that's like in the public consciousness. But like, where did it right come from? No, that's very cool. It came from there. That's where it came from. So, Will, I have. Do you? Th- okay, this is something that I'm thinking about the report. Yeah, and basically them releasing it at all, like what the deal is and why they would even go that way. I. It, it basically, if you're to boil it down, it's basically just saying we don't know what these things are. There is something, there are and we're looking things. into it. Right. That's basically what it is. So, but it's not completely benign. They do use the word threat. Yeah. In the report, they do say that these things could be a threat. Uh, is that? I was thinking that's like a little small tidbit to appease. Like, obviously, that's a little bit scary, but. I wonder if they gave us a little bit of scary information so as not to be completely patronizing, patronizing, right. whatever. That's assuming that there's more information that they that we know that is scary. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, not that we know, that they know. And maybe they gave us, like, a crumb of it to be like, look, we're not totally shutting you out of this. Like, there, some of your fears are legit. There maybe is a threat, but probably not. And it's just a kind of like, all right, well... We'll Give cover every something. possibility. Well, the Dan yeah, we'll thing can be one of three things. Yeah. They're either friendly, they don't care about us, or they're malevolent. Right now, mm-hmm. there's an empty apartment across the street from me. Yeah. And you could easily say, like, well, we don't know who might move in there. They might become friends of ours. Maybe they'll leave us alone, or they could be a threat. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, but what does that really mean? Like, I guess could be really is mean- different from... It doesn't mean anything. I guess I keep thinking about, like, the psychology of the people who put this together. Right. And like the reasons for because they had to have been going over this with a fine tooth comb because, well, you're right. The general public like it wasn't like blaring on CNN or anything. There are like a lot of like space and UFO nerds who have been salivating for this for years. We're going to climb all over it. And so they probably want to be extremely careful with their language and extremely specific. Maybe. So I just thought it was interesting that rather than like leaving any talk of danger out of it, that they acknowledge like there could be a threat here and it made me wonder if there is anything larger than that yeah i don't know i i know that, that they're the report, they're minimizing they in also a way. talk about pilots having near misses yeah with uaps which also implies that there could have been a collision right right if you had a near miss that means it could have been hit mm-hmm. and if you were hit is that what just like an accident in the sky or is that you know some sort of a, an assault or an right. a- attack like I don't, I don't, I don't know, like, threat and near miss, like, these things all, these terms all indicate to me possible motive Mm -hmm. of something that we're describing as unidentified and unknown. Yeah. And who could tell what the motive would, could possibly be? I know. I guess I'm more hooked into the motive of the real people who wrote yeah, this. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, entirely. <laughs> because we have no idea. We, have we no don't idea. we don't know what this says they don't know what they are. But like I said before, I still think it's really cool they're even acknowledging that they are a thing. Right. And that we don't know what they and are. And that there are people that report these things, that there's footage of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they even in the report say that they have no reason to believe that it could be China or Russia. Yes. Um, right. there's nothing in the report to necessarily refute that it could be a another secret u.s right based you know program Mm -hmm. that we're testing some sort of equipment ourselves isn't there something that kind of refutes that i don't i i I, but I, I think that a lot now of Now I don't the, remember because it also does talk kind of case by case at some time. So I yeah. could be thinking about something specific where they're like, this isn't US. I yeah, I don't I don't think so. Okay. Um but for sure, like, you know, the US like 
we've got different agencies with different levels of clearance. Yeah. Right. And this one that's a task force to examine in particular UFOs and stuff mm -hmm. might be so low on the totem pole. Right. I know. I saw. So, again, I was like looking up stuff that Ryan Sprague was talking about this stuff because his show, which is very good. We actually did an ad swap with Somewhere in the Skies about a year ago. Um, it's all about UFOs and extraterrestrials and stuff like that. So he was like a good source for me to latch on to. Right. He was also talking about something that I haven't heard of before, but like it's lexicon that you can figure out. He was saying maybe they are U.S. technology, but it's part of like black budget technology. Yeah, there you go. Like right. stuff that is just like so high up that even the people making these reports don't know about it. So is there a 40 or 70 page report that went out to the Congress people that we don't get to see? Is there a 150 page report that goes up to some higher tier? Yeah. Like who knows? We don't know. We don't know. And well, I find that fascinating. I do. And, and, similar... and, and not impossible. Like I know it right. sounds kind of conspiracy theory-ish, but it's not impossible. I really do think that like if we had proof of UFOs, I don't think they would share it willingly. That's I, part yeah. of why I'm saying they were kind of their hand was forced in this report by the leaking of those videos in 2017. I don't think this would happen if like somebody who worked for the Pentagon went on the record and gave videos from the like the flight vehicles of actual pilots. Yeah, I, I certainly think personally, I think that it's far more likely that what is being documented is experimental U.S. technology mm -hmm. that they're it's not more likely. to cover yeah. Yeah. than it is P2 floating right. down from another galaxy. But who's to say? Who's um, to say? Because we don't know. Similar to you being intrigued by the sort of like psychology of the people that made the report, I'm very intrigued by like what, you know, I've been commenting that like the discourse is pretty uninteresting around this report or that people aren't really talking about or maybe aren't that aware of it, mm -hmm. but I do have some interesting responses from just like average people. So here's uh, Brandon on Twitter, Gatormouth1980. I've been waiting for him to chime in. I know, haven't you? Uh, who said, I could write a more comprehensive report on the shit I took this morning. <laughs> I would like to read that, Brandon. Uh, Andrew L. at Bloodknock said, a whole lot of blah, blah, blah with nothing actually said. And a, a response from Voight Kampf, would anyone expect anything else from the government? Okay. Just like very, but like, you know, I'm saying these things because I think they're funny. Yeah. But also I do think that they're genuine indications of what people actually think of this. Uh -huh. A nine page declassified report that's predominantly vague and ends with, we need more funding. Yeah. And the response from people is, who cares? Mm -hmm. It's just interesting to take that sort of temperature. Yeah. Here's from Reddit where people uh, spend a lot more uh, uh Time writing. Yes. <laughs> uh, Map Dumbo wrote, the report is in two parts, a nine-page unclassified version and a 70-ish page classified annex, according to the reporting I've seen. And then a response from MTB Nut. Okay. I'm going to make an educated guess here, but I assume there's a third need-to-know part ah, that not even saying. Congress gets its hands on. Exactly. I was in the military and had a secret clearance. Now, I don't think it's called the secret clearance. I can't imagine it's called the secret clearance. Also, there's just another way to phrase that. Like, even if we're saying... I had top secret, you know... Even if we're saying he's not access? saying it was called the secret clearance, to be so high up in the government, I don't know, it's just... It's not the best writing. I No, it's not at all. I was in the military and had a secret clearance. Like, I, I don't... I, I don't believe you. I don't believe you, unfortunately. Yeah. Maybe you did. Unfortunately, at this point, I'm going to not believe you. At this juncture, it is my only option to not believe you. Mm -hmm. But let's continue reading. Yeah. However, even civilians know that just because you have top secret doesn't mean you go around asking every department to see their top secret stash. I would. It's for your eyes only. I write all this to make the claim that I am confident a lot of the good stuff was omitted from the report for obvious reasons, and I'm sure the Department of Defense played dumb most of the time. By admitting that they do know how that little Tic Tac UFO went 100,000 miles per hour, it would be giving away our capabilities. So uh -huh. of course you claim you have no idea what happened. The Russians and the Chinese military don't need to know that we have radar capabilities that can track those things. That's interesting. We have to play along and claim that we're still in the 90s technology. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, that's an interesting point. Publicly, it's in the government's best interest to say, these things are outrageous. We can't do this because if the know. rest of the world goes like, 
they've got a tic-tac thing that can just like zip, zoom, flip, fly all over the place. Yeah, that's a good point. It's alarming and it creates an arms race. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. Which I, I think is a relatively interesting thought from MTB Nut who said that they have secret clearance from the military. Yeah. Which I don't believe. I'm kind so, of with MTB Nut. I know. It's tricky. Yeah. It's tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's uh, this. <laughs> I'm not going to read the name on the, on the show, but okay. look, look at what it was. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? <laughs> like, how can I don't want to annoy the people at home? Uh, how can we say this? It um, bu- 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 I don't know. It's it's sexual in nature and ends with the the sexiest number you can think of, <laughs> and it's a. They say that they're a blank crusher. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so many people in here don't see the forest through the trees. The report is a big deal and take a few minutes to think about what's being said here. The government has gone on record stating it doesn't have the sovereignty in its own controlled airspace. Basically saying, yeah, there's stuff that's flying around. We don't know what it is. Yeah. And it got it fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Like what? It got in fine. Exactly. If you're just above the ground, then you can come right in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are 11 that cases. Makes a lot of sense. It does. There are 11 cases where pilots had near misses with uh, these objects. They think most of the sightings represent real physical objects being reported by credible witnesses. Um, they were only able to conclusively identify one object, which turned out to be a balloon. Yes, it was a partially deflated balloon. So that was pretty funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's a balloon, yeah. Serge. <laughs> There's no intel suggesting they're Chinese or Russian. They apparently don't belong to us. Or that they apparently don't belong to us. Right. Uh, some of these objects demonstrate flight patterns that appear to defy conventional well, wait, there's laws no, of physics. Sorry. There's no intel that they don't belong to us? Is that what it's saying? There's no intel suggesting they're Chinese or Russian, and they apparently don't belong to us. I guess what they're saying is they're not Chinese, Russian, or... And or, they're not ours. Yeah, okay, not that's ours. what I thought. That yeah, we, I guess. They weren't like... You know, whatever. Right. But this was their conclusion. I thought yeah. this was interesting. Maybe they're lying about some or all of these findings, but if they aren't... How are we supposed to explain these objects? I'm not saying that it's most definitely aliens from planet Glorp-Glop. This person's pretty cool. This person now is writing the way that I speak. Yeah, right. (laughs) But I think people need to be prepared to think outside our tiny sphere of what is known to us. I got to tell you, I'm with a pea crusher. I know. Pea crusher has made some salient points. I agree. And then the final thing I have is from Hotbox Grandma's car. Oh, my God. Who makes another great point? Reddit's awesome. It's, a, it's amazing that like somebody great with these points stupid from people names, with idiot names. That's so funny. Yeah. I does actually it, love that. Does it surprise you? Well, and that's what I mean about like wanting to like get the sense from like the average world, yeah. just regular people that are dorks on Reddit posting. So Take the Tempe of American Joe. I don't know. Right. But like, it's interesting to see like what is the general response to this stuff. So again, from Hotbox Grandma's car. Mm-hmm. Does it surprise you as much as me how if they'd shown these videos when we were 12, it had om- it almost there's almost a certainty the world would go apeshit. Yeah. Whereas now, it's almost as if people just gloss over this stuff with little or no remarks from any news media. I know. That's the creepiest part to me. Yeah, and it is. And that's an interesting perspective as well. The fact that they're... And now, admittedly, I did look this up and I, I watched a video where um, Chris Cuomo on CNN was interviewing a few people about the potential risks of these things and could they be a threat or whatever. And then I was like, I wonder what like the exact opposite of this says. I wonder what Fox news says. Yeah. And I watched a clip of Tucker Carlson doing his Tucker. Car- I, I know, but I wanted to No, I, I go to Fox news regularly. Do you really? Cause I want to know what they're saying. I, I go on not. incognito mode. Oh, I, 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 I've actually regularly is not really true. I used to do that really regularly yeah. when Trump was president. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no, like, yeah. I, hate, I wish I hadn't said that. Yeah. Anyway, um, I watched a video where he was like, so what are these things? Now, the government tells you one thing, but we want answers. And I was like, oh, this is actually a bipartisan issue where well, everyone is on the same page. Yeah. it. We all want to know. It is. It, it actually is kind of a bipartisan issue. But also, like super fox news republicans are like very mistrustful of the government right now so this is sort of like right in the pocket right yeah i guess that's true you know but in general it is like people all want to have more information what are these things yeah the fact of the matter is it boils down to there are videos of things that 
are not conventionally understood. Right. That used to be the kind of thing that would get you funny looks for saying that you believed in it. Mm-hmm. And now it's being declassified from the U.S. government that, yeah, we don't know what these are. Right. And it sort of is up to you to make your own conclusion still, as it always was, mm-hmm. except the new difference is the government is confirming right. that they're out there. Right. Which is That's honestly very cool. Huge that is a huge change. deal. A huge change. It really is. I wish that. So it seems like it basically ends with like our next steps are we need more money yeah. and we want to like have this formalized process widespread. I wish that there was a and we'll be back to you. In, Stay tuned. We'll be back next week for more. But there isn't. No, like, we could not. not hear anything for a million years Absolutely. Now. This was referred to as a preliminary report, which does imply that there will be follow-ups. Right. But, but there's no say. solid plan for when we hear a follow-up. Right. And like I said, I just don't think, and I don't think there's such an out-there theory of mine, I don't think they're dying to talk about this stuff. Yeah. Um. So I don't see them chomping at the bit to follow up with us. It's true. They released it on a Friday where everybody was going out to see Fast and Furious 9. So they wanted to spend time with their family. Exactly. Um, it's about family. It's always so about family. The last thing that I've got, I did look up to the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences to see what they had to say. And it was basically nothing. Mm-hmm. They had nothing to say. I know there's been some discord in the to the Stars family. Yeah, there has. Luis yeah. Elizondo's out. Yeah. And uh, Tom DeLonge, I guess, is still yeah. kicking it. But I looked at their website, and there, I think there have been some updates since the last time that we were there. So um, on their website, um, it honestly sort of looks like what happens when you try to sign up for Hunt a Killer. You okay. can like, scroll through, and they give you the rundown of who they are and what they do. And they boil it down to a very simple three-step oh, yeah. three step, uh, uh, organization. Here's what we do. To the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences focuses on three areas. And I should say that for those of you that don't remember or don't know this, To the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences is an organization founded by Blink-182 frontman Tom DeLonge and members of the government who used to, you know, yeah. I guess be in the military, the Navy, claim that they saw UFOs. So a few we years actually, ago- We have an article, an article, we have an episode that's about that. I think it's like episode 10? Yeah, we've got, I'll give everybody homework about mm-hmm. our previous UFO episodes. But so they formed this organization that's supposed to be an entertainment, like... I mean, it's arts and sciences. So exactly. it, it So they it study UFOs, like, release information about UFOs, and make shows. And like comic books and stuff. So here's how they describe themselves these days. Uh, they focus on three areas. Number one, collect and study anomalous data. So we research UFOs, UAPs. Step two, develop technology related to findings. That is question mark, question mark, question mark. What technology are you coming up with? You're inventing technology I'm based on UFO remember. remember there was in some article, and I'm so sorry this is so vague, but there was an article about how there's like, and I think it was confirmed that there is a building in Nevada, I think even Las Vegas, that has materials that right. are super mysterious and seem to be modeled after stuff that they thought UFOs might be made out of. So they could find a better way to say that. But I think that's what they're saying. It's just weird that they're, Tom DeLonge's company is developing technology, quote unquote. Yeah. When it, I thought it was, we're going to just share information with the world. Uh-huh. So their, three er- their, their third area of focus is explain to humanity through story. That's a tall order. The icon for it is like a Hollywood clapboard. You know, like scene one, action, clap. Well, I think they produce, I mean, they produce things that are like fiction about aliens. So I think they had like a a Hulu cartoon show. I think they're comic books. So I guess they think like, you know, anything that lets people know that aliens are a possibility is informing humanity. Well, here's a production of theirs. They started a podcast, Kristen, called TTSA Talks, a new series to dive deeper than any other source into the complexity that surrounds TTSA's mission to the Stars Academy's mission and the various people and projects that are helping us achieve our goals. Uh, Eight episodes. Last one published September 2020. Okay. They have 237 reviews, some of which are, this sucks. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, so do we. 
Podcasting ain't easy. It ain't easy. But they made eight shows and stopped. Hmm. Just radio silent after eight episodes. What happened? I know. Well, it's weird, right? Like, I went to their news section and it's like not an updated There are a lot of podcasts that are like that. I... my my impression is that it was not meant to mm. be just eight episodes. Yeah, I probably not. Yeah. But I mean, who knows whether that was because the public didn't like it or they were like, this sucks. Right. Well, my point sort of is that To the Stars was founded to be like a voice to get this stuff out there. But now the government's just releasing it themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what? That's true. Does it does it make To the Stars obsolete in a some little way? bit? Right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, to the dumpster. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's gone. Ouch. Isn't it? It's kind of kind of interesting. If yeah. you form an entire company that's around, but they you know won't what? There's always the info, more. And then they do. But did they entirely? Well, that's true. You know what I mean? Right. So there's always more, actually, yeah. now that I think about it. Because, again, if you think that there is a seven or a nine-page thing for us, 70-page thing for Congress, maybe something bigger for everybody else, they could still be pursuing the bigger thing. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah. Kristen, I ask you, what conclusion do you draw? I don't know. I have no idea. I think it's cool that they acknowledged that these things are actually out there and that they don't know exactly what they are. I have no idea. I can't know any better than they do. Do you think, based on the fact that there are videos of... It could be P2, but I don't know. It could be P2. Mm-hmm. I think it's not totally insane to think it's P2. Okay. I I personally still don't think that it's uh, aliens, mm-hmm. I should say. I was going to say UFOs, but they are UFOs. Right. It turns out there are definitely UFOs. Yeah, totally. But they just might not have extraterrestrial beings in them. Right. I um, ultimately, I've always been far more interested in ghosts and stuff than yeah. aliens. Same. And even though one of them has now been proven to exist, let alone, you know, not aliens, but UFOs are real. Right, right. And the government's saying, yeah, they're real. We just, We still don't know what they are. Yeah. I'm still not interested i think that i personally fall into the camp of like all right so now what yeah okay i still have to go to work tomorrow so i I don't know this changes my world in no way you could say that about everything but i feel like if ghosts (laughs) if ghosts were real yes i might not go to work tomorrow that's true right i guess that's true it might be too shocking cataclysmic cataclysmic right we've now got a government report that there are potential vehicles, we don't know what they are, that have been seen and the government doesn't know what it is. Yeah. And we're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want for dinner? Mm-hmm. Well, because there's no conclusion. Even though it's very cool that they're acknowledging that they're out there, that we can't do anything but say what's for dinner. To some extent, the absence of a conclusion is also something of a bombshell. Yes, absolutely, but it's still not a it's solid still boring. Bo- yeah, it's not yeah, it's boring. It's yeah. not it's interesting. I think it's cool, yeah. but it's not like yeah, it doesn't affect us. Happy World UFO Day everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool and interesting, but I think yeah, it's, it's I think not... it's I think it's interesting purely in an on an intellectual level and then my mind wants to go somewhere else. Did you read the report like the report itself? No. I read I skimmed. Yeah. Because it's I tried to read it. Yeah. And I found my my mind just drifting anywhere else. Yeah. I too like, I like aliens more than you do, but they're not my bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I want to know what's going on and everything, but it's not a huge, like, passion of mine. It's interesting to keep up with it. It's interesting that it's actually coming out and that it's out there. Yeah. I do think it's pretty nice. And I do like that, like, this is now almost like a thing that we've tracked since the start of the show. Yeah. Because, like I said, so I've got the other shows. I will continue to keep my eye on it. I I, I think so, I think it's very interesting, but it doesn't capture me and capture my imagination the way that things like ghosts or other supernatural things do. A hundred percent. So here are the other places that we've talked about UFOs, if if people are into this. Guide to the Unknown, episode 10. We first covered the secret UFO program and Toynbee tiles. Mm -hmm. Episode 85, Five Nights at Freddy's and secret UFO program update. Our show used to be formatted very strangely. Yes. And 82, Dan Aykroyd believes in aliens and ghosts. Yeah. 
So, yeah, if you want to track this from the beginning. I mean, actually, we started the show in 2017. That's right. So that first episode you listed was like, that news was hot off the presses. And the news is hot off the presses now. Here right. in 2021 in episode 190. Right. So really, we're reporters. We've been tracking it since the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep an eye um, on it. All right, everybody. Well, I think that's it for the UFO update and our impression of it and us trying to make sense of how people are reacting to it. Mm-hmm. What might it mean? Right. And updates from uh, some of our friends. You know I love to get a little Dan Aykroyd in there. Oh, look, anytime we can. I'm so glad you thought of that. Wonderful. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you want to help support the show and get even more Guides Unknown, please go to patreon.com slash gttupod, where for $4 or more per month, you can help the show keep going and stay what it is and even grow. Plus, as a thank you, we give you a bonus episode every month. There's an awesome Discord with other listeners in it. We do monthly live streams and also just little random bonuses here and there. Like this week, we released a 20-minute mini-sode in addition to the monthly bonus episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, So last week, we had talked about celebrity urban legends, uh, like the Richard Gere gerbil thing. Yeah. Like the idea that Eminem might have been killed by the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. And we had so much that we spun it off into a... a yeah. A little bonus show that we put up on patreon.com slash GTTU pod where we talked about the theory that, you know, uh, uh, Terrence Howard, celebrity Terrence Howard has created his own kind of math. math. He's really pissed off that somebody said one times one is one. Yes. It really boils down to that. Yes. That seems to be the inciting incident that made him eventually create his own math called Terryology. Mm-hmm. So we talked about that. We talked about that. We talk about the urban legend that um, Mr. Rogers was a Navy SEAL who's actually covered in tattoos and that's why he wears that cardigan. And he's killed people. Yeah, he's right. Like sniped he's people. killed a man. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really cool. And that's all over at Patreon if you decide that you want to support the show and thank us for these free shows every week. Yeah, check it out, everybody. Yeah. So we'll be back next week for more spooky old stories. Until then, follow at GTTU pod. Follow us online. That's right. I'm at Chillin' Kristen everywhere and at Aggressively Cozy. Yeah, that's right. Follow at Aggressively Cozy. And I am at The Myth Traveler. But we'll be back next time, folks. And until that time comes, we must travel. To the stars. Go we. Is it weird that the UFO report came out and now Jeff Bezos is going into space? Maybe he read that and he's like, that sounds pretty good. Maybe he's like, I'll be a UFO. Yeah, right. You know, the people filled out, signed a petition to uh, not allow him to come back. Yeah, keep him in space. I know.